This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Mark Andrews. Jackson to Andrews. Does he get in? Yes, touchdown! Mark Andrews with his first touchdown of the season. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Catalog. But the call this past weekend on CBS, the Ravens taking down the Cincinnati Bengals. Watch to our chagrin. We had, we had bits and bets on Cincinnati in that game. But our guest right now, Sam Pandiatovich, uh, had the Baltimore Ravens, a winner for Sam last weekend. Sam looking to keep the good times rolling, coming up with us here in just a moment. We want to remind our live listeners and viewers, Colin Wilson from the Action Network, coming up in 20 minutes. Anthony DeBundo, also of the Action Network, of the Wonder Goal podcast, coming up in 40 minutes, giving us soccer bets for the weekend. The coach, Dave Wanstead, joins us one hour from now. Can't wait to talk with Coach about the Chicago Bears and more in the National Football League. Lockmas is still to come. Ken Barkley's entire card for this weekend in college football. The Big Ass Power Hour, an hour and 40 minutes away with all the latest updated injury information for Week 3 NFL Sunday and all our analysis and bets side and total in the National Football League. But joining us right now, the aforementioned Sam Paniotovich. And you can find Sam on Twitter at SP Shoot. You can watch him on Nesson. You can read his work over on Fox Sports. Uh, you can watch him and listen to him on the Bear Bets podcast with our pal Chris Felica. Chris was on the show this past Wednesday. Absolutely loved it. So check out Sam with Felica weekly on the Bear Bets podcast. And Sam's podcast is Chicken Dinner, a great sports betting podcast that everybody should check out. Sam, welcome back to the show. Nick and Ken, happy Friday. How you doing? Doing well. Uh, I wish we could have moved to 3-0 with the chuckle game. You know, I am going to say that this is a racket that we're going to try and win about 55, 56, 57%. And understand you can't win them all. People in my DMs, nice call on the chuckle game, loser. Um, you know, this is a tough racket. And, and that's personified by this week where we have two quarterbacks that are literally on the fence playing. That's uh, Kansas State's Will Howard, and that's Utah's Cam Rising. I, we thought two days ago that Howard was out and Rising was in. Now that might be reversed as we try and figure things out heading into a Saturday. Well, Sam, let's start with those games then and just what advice you would offer people. I think, you know, a lot of people know the Cam Rising story, right? Like, obviously, a prolific quarterback. Maybe he was going to play maybe not against Florida in that opening weeknight game. Warmed up, didn't play, haven't seen him since. But this is obviously a really important game for Utah. Get back to the Pac-12 title game. Maybe go to the college football playoff still. Like, we'll see how it goes. Five and a half, the number in the market right now with Utah. Like, do you view that as market more toward him playing like where do you have kind of five and a half on the scale just you know what advice would you have for people why don't we start with that game well the number is basically a halfway number right now you know like it was four and a half for the majority of the week and that was sort of uh i don't know 
40, 60, no. And then when it when it became known that, look, this has been the plan all along for him to come back for the Pac-12 opener against UCLA, we started to see some money in that market, and it moved from 4.5 to 6.5. But within the last 24 hours, and this is, again, on the heels of him literally being at practice all week and performing and being ready to go, there's been a setback. And it's sort of gone quiet in Salt Lake City, so we don't know the full effect. Like, I, I'm being told right now it's 50-50 on him being able to play. But I think he's going to try and tough it out. I, I think this, this, this game matters to him. Clearly, this has been circled for a long, long time. The reality is Utah still has a very good defense. At home, it's almost even better because of the elements and the crowd. It's, it's a really frantic place to play. Combine that with UCLA on a freshman quarterback – you know, a lot of things work in Utah's favor, regardless of if rising plays or not. I mean, look, if Cam starts, this line's going to move back to six, six and a half. It's currently in that middle ground. So, you know, this is as questionable as it gets. But, again, rising or not, I still like Utah here because they do all the little things right to win a game by a touchdown. I mean, this isn't an astronomical spread. This isn't 12 and a half or 18 and a half. This is sub seven. And I still think Utah's the side. Sam, let's go to the other game, or one of the other games that you referenced in, uh, in what you said to us in the opening there with Kansas State and UCF. K-State right now, about a four-point, four, four-and-a-half-point home favorite against UCF, total about 52. Uh, what do you have here, K-State and UCF? Yeah, and I told you guys a couple of days ago, you know, we all text during the week, and I had said, Will Howard likely out of Kansas State. Um, that's because we, we had him on crutches in the Little Apple days ago. So that's not a good sign, and he hasn't really been practicing. It's funny, Kansas State says he's been practicing, but he hasn't been practicing. He's been at practice. And this is a tough kid. We know he wants to play, but he's got some tissue damage. There's nothing structural, we're being told, but this is probably an injury that should hold him out. So that being said, if he wants to give it a go, by all means, buddy, get out there. I think that's even better for the case. Um, I was happy to take five. You can get some four right now. You know, the fives and four and a halves have disappeared. But I, I think I think if he plays, he's limited, Nick. So this is a scenario where you're probably coming in as a better. You're probably understanding if you're going to take Kansas State, you're going to get a good look at this freshman, Avery Johnson, and, and maybe a little bit of Howard. But, I mean, he's, he's nowhere near 100%. And if he's banged up and he's going to play, that's an even bigger win for me. So I like the points here. Uh, the backup McLean at UCF has been around the block. He played at USF. He's got a good arm. They've got speed, skill. Um, this is this is a tough spot for Kansas State. You know they've played well so far, but everything has sort of gone their way. And now there's some some serious adversity in that quarterback room. And I want to take full advantage of that. This this is a game where I think if Howard doesn't play, we're talking Kansas State minus three. Um, but I, I really do like the dog. UCF is in the Big 12 for a reason. They've played really well the last five seasons. They have a really good coach, too, in Malzahn. It's always, like, really funny. We get, we get you know, some games that our guests like before they come on the air. We're tra- trading information, trading bets, whatever. And it's always really funny. You get a list for a, for a football weekend that says Buffalo plus 10. You just go, like, what are we like? Are we like teasing this a lot. Like, what the hell's going on here? Like, oh, the Bulls. That's right. I always forget about I, this. Uh, I, I saw it. I was like, is Josh <laughs> Allen out? It's like, who's, right. playing, who's, yeah, playing, like, who's playing for can, Buffalo? Can you tease 16 <laughs> points? Is that possible? We, we haven't even found that device yet on the show. We got to find that. Was that a super monster? Uh, no, no, no. It's 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 college. It's the Buffalo Bulls. Uh, Louisiana laying uh, 10 points to uh, to Buffalo. Sam, what do we like here? 
Nathan Peterman is not in for the Bulls. I can confirm no. this. Um, <laughs> good, good poll. Also, I, it's funny you bring up, like, monster teasers like that. I have a buddy who texts me every Sunday and goes, hey, I've got my monster teaser ready. I need one more leg. He does a four-team NFL 10-point teaser at even money, and he just he swears by it. It's total degeneracy, but in terms of moving mountains, in terms of points, that's, that's always a funny story for me every Sunday. As for this game, Lafayette and Buffalo, look, Buffalo is 0-3 right now. And if Buffalo has any heart, Buffalo is going to cover 10 in this one. They've had some really tough losses this year. You know, they, they, they went to Wisconsin, played well until they didn't at the end. Then they lost to Fordham. Nikki's Fordham team scores a lot of points in every game, and, and, and Fordham won a shootout against Buffalo. And then last week, uh, they got shredded by Liberty, another undefeated team in college football. So they're 0-3, but... I mean, they played three solid teams, and, and I think that number at 10 is just it's a little too high here. I mean, before the season, this line is probably like five and a half, six, and I understand we make the adjustments, but I expect we get points on both sides here. Lafayette is your typical Sunball team. Lafayette's going to get up and down the field. They're going to score points. They're going to move the ball, but they also leave a lot to be desired defensively, and you know, Buffalo quarterback Cole Snyder had two back-breaking picks last week. That's why they lost to Liberty. Like, they were in the game. Um, you know, with like 20 minutes to go, and then all of a sudden he throws a pick six at his own 20, and you're just you're kind of cooked. But I think this is a soul game, a heart game for Buffalo. And I know they like this new coach, Maurice Linguist. They've played tough competition. I think they're battle-tested for this game. So when you're going to give me 10 with a desperate 0-3 college football team that still has something to play for here, I'm going to take that nine times out of 10. So give me Buffalo. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal football Friday bets for this weekend on the uh, the gridiron with our good friend Sam Paniadovich. Sam on Twitter at SP Shoot. Sammy, let's go to the professionals now. And I, I, my guess is we'll go back to college for the truckle game at the end of the interview. But for now, to the professionals, uh, what do you got for us here in the Browns and Titans um, in Cleveland? Cleveland, like in between a three and a three and a half point favor. Total is 39 and a half. We did get a couple pieces of injury news today in this game. Um, Amari Cooper off the injury report, going to play on Sunday for the Browns. DeAndre Hopkins like it sounds like he might play but this to me feels like a coin flip now with DeAndre Hopkins um what do you think we see here Cleveland and Tennessee what's your bet in this game on Sunday yeah it's really fun guys to bet against Mike Rabel I mean not only do his teams cover spreads and we're talking you know 22 of the last 37 they've covered not that that's the greatest sample size in the history of the world but you know 60 percent in almost 40 games is pretty solid like I don't I don't hate that and Every year we come into the season and we're like, yeah, but, you know, Tennessee's okay, but they're not great. And yet they keep games close. They run the ball well. They stop the run. And they're always around going into the fourth quarter. I mean, there's the occasional blowout. There was a game they went to Green Bay a few years ago in the snow and got completely dump trucked. But usually the Titans are in these games because they, they don't make mistakes on offense. They run it well. They maintain possession. Defensively, they're sound. Good punter, good kicker. Like, this is a – you know, 1995 power football team. Um, it's the microcosm of Mike Rabel. And I, I think getting three and a half here is just great. It, it's a number for me. I, look, and I know some people that, that took the other side and laid the three. That's fine. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, 23-20, 20-17 either way. But I like the protection on the hook here with the Titans, a team that's really good as an underdog, and they really are tough in, in every sense of the word. And, and that's a team that not a lot of AFC squads want to go up against. Yeah, I mean, Titans in week one, small small dog at New Orleans, lose and still like somehow cover the number, which is almost impossible when the number is that small. And then dog to the Chargers and 
we don't have to talk about that game anymore because Nick talked about it a lot on Monday and Tuesday, and, and we're both going to bet the Chargers this week, which sounds like it's just going to be like a like an absolute disaster. Uh, Sam, a game we spent a good amount of time on this week because you know injury news obviously is uh, is this Packers Saints game where it looks like we're not going to know till Sunday whether Christian Watson or Aaron uh, Aaron Jones is going to play in the game. Uh, any thoughts for you with a very small point spread? Saints two and zero, but a small dog at Lambeau Field looks like about Packers by one one and a half right now. Let me start by saying I am the biggest Derek Carr hater, maybe on the East Coast. Like I, I have never liked him. I, I never really looked to bet on him. So understand that I might have some pepper on this bet. You know, just a little of a nasty taste. Um, the Saints are two and zero. Yes, and we we applaud teams like the Saints and the Eagles for being two and zero, even though they probably shouldn't be two and zero. That being said, I mean, the Saints got by on the skin of their teeth. I mean, two wins by four points. And, and one of those games is against a rookie quarterback making his Monday night football debut. The Saints are just kind of average. And I, I do think Green Bay has some positivity on the way. I do think Aaron Jones is going to play. The Jair Alexander against Alave matchup is, is probably going to dictate the game. Whoever wins that matchup likely wins the game. And I do like Alexander. And then, look, I think David Bakhtiari might be able to play. Which, which is a huge deal for a Packers team that really had the lead for, what, 57 minutes last week on the road in Atlanta. Never an easy place to play. I like what I've seen from Jordan Love. But really, it, it's a short of the uh, – not the Raiders. I almost said Raiders because Derek Carr was there for so long. It's a short of the Saints at a number. Like right now, I can lay one at some places. And the game opened three. I wasn't excited to lay three. And – and ever since this line has come down, I've, I've fallen more for the very small home favorite. And how often, guys, do we get to lay a point at Lambeau? That never happens. Now, some would say maybe that's for a reason, but I, I'm sorry. If we're talking numbers here, i got to lay one before I take one with Green Bay. All right, Sam just said we're, uh, we're talking numbers. Sam, give us a big-ass number right now, rotation <laughs> number, as we get set, as we get set to laugh. It's time for the chuckle game here. You better you bet on a Friday. What's what's our rotation number and what's our bet coming up for the chuckle? Who's excited for Friday night Ivy League football? Show your Ooh, hands. Me. This is 309053. Brown is going to Harvard. Now, when I put the list together and sent it to you a couple hours ago, Brown was a 17-point dog. Unfortunately, the bets didn't wait until you better you bet, which – it happens. So now it's like 16, 15 and a half. I, I still think it's fair. I mean, there's no injury stuff here. It's just a handicap on, on Brown and the way that they look to be able to move the ball this year. They've got a quarterback, guys, last week. When you think about Brown quarterbacks, you probably think of a guy who's going to throw for, you know, 120 yards, 140 yards. Against Bryant in the opener, Jake Wilcox came out, threw the ball 49 times. He was 36 of 49 for 355 and three touchdowns. Brown was a seven-point dog, won the game outright. This team is throwing the ball this year. And, and sometimes we get on teams like this early. Two years ago, it was Presbyterian. Last year, it was, what was it, Incarnate Word. These FCS teams turn over in a hurry. And these, these smaller schools, like these Ivy League schools, they, they can turn over in a hurry. And when you get a special player at an Ivy League school, you just ride him. And, and we're going to take this kid, Wilcox, assuming he doesn't throw two or three interceptions in this game, which I don't think he will because Harvard's defense is nothing special. We like 309-053 Brown. And, uh, yeah, we'd probably play it down to 14 if we had to. Sam, amazing stuff as always, man. I, I love the chuckle game. I love the rotation. I love that it's a Friday to roll those winnings over into a, into a college football Saturday coming up tomorrow. Uh, Sam is on Twitter at SP Shoot. You can watch Sam on Nesson. You can read his work 
on sports betting at Fox Sports. Also, check out the Bear Bets podcast uh, with our pal Chris Felica, who was on the show on Wednesday. Sam's on that show every single week, along with Will Hill and Jeff Schwartz. you got to check it out. And then Sam's Sports Betting Podcast is Chicken Dinner. Found whatever the hell it is you find your podcast. Sam, we appreciate it, my friend. Best of luck with the bets. Hope you have a great weekend, and we will catch up with you next Friday here on You Better You Bet. Always appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Cash some tickets. Our pal Sam Paniata for joining us here on the show. <laughs> you guys were typing. Who's, who's excited for Ivy League football? It's like, yeah, we we bet on really random things on this. Show. Like, who's excited for placing a bet? Yes, we 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 have a guy come out and give out South Sudan basketball. We're gonna be good on the Ivy League. Like, we're we're pretty good here. And I, and as I've said on the show before, I used to bet on like. Nickelodeon guts and legends of the hidden temple. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'll bet Ivy league football on a Friday night. That, 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 that sounds good. Colin Wilson coming up next college football bets for tomorrow.